What's up, Flockers? We're back with another episode of Flockcast. Uh, it's Jake here, and we got Colin Long. What's going on, Colin? Yo, Jake. How we doing? Doing good, man. Uh, it is Wednesday, December 21st. It's actually the first day of winter. It's the winter solstice today. It's the longest uh, night of the year. So we got that going for us. It's actually a very sunny day here where I'm at in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, how's the weather with you, Colin? Kind of kind of cloudy gray. Uh, <laughs> you know what's wild is this weekend, it's set to be record cold here in Miami. And uh, I plan to be on the beach this weekend. So I'll be out there with my jacket on. Uh, but I'll be out there nonetheless. I won't let a little bit of cold weather hold me back. So, nice, man. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's good to be back, man. It's been a yeah, hot minute. It has been. The last show we had was on December 1st, so it's been about 20 days, and Pigeons were, were about to start their two-day run in Charlottesville at the Jefferson Theater. Uh, unfortunately, neither uh, Colin or I were able to make those shows, but if you were uh, tuned in in the flock on Facebook, you were probably able to watch uh, some of that show because it, some of those shows because it was uh at least the second night was broadcasted by uh the mod dustin miller but uh we're just going to run through those sh- uh set lists real quick uh talk about a few highlights uh, uh for us because those are on nugs right now so if you want to give and hop on nugs and big shout out for the fast uploads uh, did i see correctly festival melting lights is already up for the re-listen yeah, I think at least Friday. Yeah, I, I think at least one of the two before we logged in because I listened to it this morning. Yeah, I haven't been able to check uh, since then, but I was I listened to that late last night and uh, have listened to all of the Charlotte's. Do you have any like standouts for those shows that you listen to? I know for, uh, for me, I really, I really like the fantasy. Uh, well, that's really... a song I can't get enough of. Uh, it was even, I think it was on night one. I saw the set list and they had it on there for uh, Harrisburg and they didn't play it. But uh, yeah, it's a song I find myself chasing, man. Fantasy is a great song. I, ever since they first played it at Dome Fest, I really like what they're doing with it. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for more, more fantasy. Yeah, and they played a landing in that first set, which is always a highlight. Uh, and then they uh, also did a newer song, Hell Yeah, which is one of my, another. Hell one yeah, of my, yeah, Hell Yeah. <laughs> uh, newer songs. And then uh, they did a Julia Nothing But Hands cover crammed in between that Julia, which is nice. Greg really crushes Talking Head stuff. Uh, fan favorite they did uh snake eyes and then wrapped up that show with a skipjack eleanor rig, rig eleanor rigby skipjack and i love how they do that they played that at the uh what was the florida night uh saint pete and uh that was from that was a highlight of the night for me i like that was called the uh the skip b <laughs> but yeah great great jam right there good good way to close the set super strong i'm I never thought I'd be saying that I'm a fan of the Skipjack Encore, but ever since um, night one Halloween run, I'm like, all right, I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, Skipjack is always great. 
And uh, yeah. if you, I strong mean, way, you, strong finish, strong finish. I'll call yeah, it strong finish. Very strong because that is a very upbeat song. But then the next night they open up. Uh, yeah, both of these shows were uh, sold out, and uh, the they opened up the second night with a, which was very nice. Uh, they last played that in the August, so it's been a minute since since they'd actually played a funky. I like a funky opener. It's 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 a nice way to uh, to ease into the show, but really kick it open uh, in a big way. Yeah, and then they closed out that set with a live it up. So, and then with some heat uh, for the set break. But then they come back a uh, second set with Sail On Opener, which is a uh, second set for me. I love a Sail On Opener. I just love Sail On in general, but they go from Sail On and that Miyagi was nasty. Uh, I, I, is, is there an, is there a Miyagi that's not nasty at this point? I feel like it just gets dirtier and nastier as they keep developing that song. Right, it, it's 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 going to be a staple. I feel like for pigeons, uh, and I feel like it's got ways to go too. I feel like it's not even at its final form yet. You know, uh, I'm excited to see what comes you know comes of it. Yeah, it definitely can grow some legs. It's got some yeah room to grow, but uh, they threw a uh, red hot chili peppers in between a something uh, something for you and i really like that uh uh mashup that they did right there yeah it's a good it's a good section but then uh they finish up that set with the space jam the hop fu which is very nice uh this show was on a Saturday, right? So Sunday was Ben's birthday. So they sing happy birthday before turn midnight. So then they have uh, Ben singing one of the new one of the newer songs, I believe, that he wrote called Hit the Ground. And then uh, finish that encore with an offshoot. I feel like everyone in the crowd had to be here and hit the ground running and just kind of winding it down and uh, expecting the show to kind of wrap up and then to, to jump into an offshoot would be just a, a really nice surprise. <laughs> Cause I don't think a lot of people would see that coming at all. Yeah. I thought I, I think, yeah, I was watching Dustin's stream. Uh, he was up in the balcony and when they hit the ground running, I thought the show was going to be over, but yeah, they definitely, do that offshoot in there so if you were at that show that was definitely probably a pretty gnarly surprise yeah yeah i'm sure it was uh well 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 received <laughs> but those shows again and then uh they went back home to baltimore and then did a three night run from the 8th to the 10th in the northeast uh starting in Burlington, Vermont, at higher ground, and uh, neither of us were at that at those shows. And it's a venue I really wanted to go to. It's uh, cool seeing the photos because it's uh, it's probably I don't even know what it looked like, but it's a smaller venue than I thought. But it looks like it's a good club size. You know, they were just from the oh, crowd, yeah. the photos it looks like there's you know a decent amount of people there. You know, they had that place pretty packed out, which is awesome. Yeah, I've never been to Vermont or that far northeast, uh, but. Uh, Burlington definitely looks like a funky place and I've heard great things about higher ground uh, as a venue but unfortunately neither of us were there 
That doesn't but, stop them from popping off. Yeah, right. So they have an this looked great because uh, I knew a few people that were actually there and they were talking about it and they said the highlight of the show uh, the help on the way slip not uh, dead covers uh, that's, uh, that's, it's a, they, they do that so well I think back to uh, was it 9 30 club? no uh, Orange Peel uh, New Year's 2019 uh, when they played that and that room just is shaking it was cool. Oh, you know, Ben's bass was I like turned up, man. That. It was hitting really hard and uh, a lot of fun. Dude, that's a, that's a great cover they do. Yeah, I love it when they did it. Do that, and I think the last time they did that was yeah, uh, I think in the, the one of the cobblestone, not this year, but like last year, it's like in New York or something in August. I forget. Yeah, they it was in Ro- Rochester or something. Yeah, was it okay? Yeah, but uh. Yep. But yeah, from there to my my own way, fun and funk closer. Uh you know, the uh even the second set for me, the the Sukasa All My Life, All Right Tonight, Horizon, that whole section uh was really well done. I thought that was just way to close the second set. Uh super strong, you know, debut not debuting, but playing and one of their newer songs again. I think that might be like the fifth time played for All Right Tonight or so. Uh but that's another song that I, it really keeps growing on me. And that's that like last section of that set is kind of like a, almost kind of like a slower down tempo with the all right tonight horizon. Mm-hmm. But uh, those aren't up on nugs, are they? Not yet. Uh, or they know. were, and then they got taken down. I don't think they are. Yeah. Oh, we got we got a scandal going on. What happened? No, I don't think there was. I'm just I, <laughs> hey, don't don't listen to me. <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first. We need to get to the bottom of this. We need to know what happened to these soundboards. <laughs> I just don't think they're up yet, honestly. Uh, yeah, they might not be. I think that the XL Live ones are up already. They had the recordings that they're going to, the video recordings that they're going to release this uh, tomorrow and Friday on Nugs. So I, I saw Brett taking a lot of, uh, like, standing behind Manning the soundboard, taking a lot of cell phone video. Uh, quite extended as well for bits as well. I wonder if they're going to put that for reels or something. Uh, but he was catching some good stuff. Uh, it was so cool not to jump ahead to the Melting Lights, but it was so cool. I was just kind of dancing next to the soundboard and just watching Manny rage those shows was, was so cool. It was hard not to just stare at him and not the stage sometimes because <laughs> it's like he's like a second ahead of them. He knows where they're going and he's just like, he's hitting the buttons, man. And it just he gets excited when he does it. It's cool. Sorry. We digress. <laughs> There's no digression when we talk about the human lumen. But yeah, but, back to yeah. the Empire uh, set list on that. They open with the Porcupine, nice opener. They do a Wild My Guitar. I'm sure Jeremy crushes that, which goes into a sunny day. And then they finish up that set with a Elefante. But second set, they have a live life. Ooh, I'm not. Yeah, there's not a little bit more rarity. Yeah, yeah. Right into an up up funk jammed into up funk like that's, you know, by the time you're getting through the drums into the end of up funk, there, you must need that beneath the surface. Um, which is a song that look, it's just again, I I I can't get enough of it. And there was a poll in the flock recently of all their new songs, 
And not to say I was surprised that it was doing so well in the polls, but it was doing I, I thought I was like one of the only ones who thought it was that good compared to the other new songs. But ever since I, I first heard it, man, I love this song. Yeah, they, they, they've they been doing that Beneath the Surface Poseidon, which is nice. I, I saw that in Kalamazoo. Well, then you have the Twitch and the Water. I mean, you're you're seeing, and I was I, I made the joke because it was two different sets. They played those three, and the sets got ended by rain. But I guess they're indoors; they can tempt fate. Bring it on! <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're seeing those three songs especially appear uh, in the same set, uh, you know, more times than not. But then with the highest five closer and a schwa encore, I think you know definitely New York State of Mind, as they were saying, Albany was a rager. Yeah, but then they wrap up that three-day run in uh, Syracuse with, uh, and I forgot that the dogs in a pile were opening this like entire run. So they yeah, have- pound. I mean, night one, uh, Harrisburg, they really showed up. It's uh, there's been a few times where I've seen an opening band for the Pigeons have that attendance. Uh, I was kind of impressed by it. You know, they they're, they're, those guys are really moving and shaking right now. Uh, I'm sure they had a blast open for the Pigeons during this run. Oh, yeah, nothing but a bright future for those guys, that's for sure. Yeah, much love. They open up the Westcott Theater with a Henrietta, uh, which is probably nice. Uh, An early offshoot will get the, get the, room, go, get the room moving. Yeah, you got to keep that pace up, though. <laughs> Yeah, right. But then they go into an overtime. And Which brings it right back down, but it's a good song. Yeah. Something for you. Wireless around the world. And is that around the world? Uh I wonder if it's a red hot chili peppers. It's probably red hot chili peppers. I want to say red hot chili peppers because they wouldn't do a standalone around the world. I feel the Daft Punk would be part of like a sandwich. Right. You know, it, it's more of a jam than it is like them playing like a song. So uh, if I had to guess just based off of uh, looking at the set list, that's my, but I'm known to be wrong. You never know. Yeah. Time will tell. We'll find out. And they wrap up that uh, set with a dock. Fantastic set closer. Yes. And, the best. Yeah. But then they have a second, the second set they, but uh, have a bus out, I guess, big in the changes. That one since March of this year. So as soon as, soon as Lee play, puts down the sign, they uh, they start busting it out. Oh, I don't know, busting it, that's the right term, but you're, you're seeing it a couple times more. There was a big gap for a while, and then at Dome Fest, they played it. And uh, I think it's been about four times now. I think Lee was saying the other day when I talked to him. It's, it's oh, a cool really? bust out, I think. We're going there from there to Donkey Hotel in the Kiwi. Liquid ocean flows. That's like a, it's a pretty solid set closer right there, just for a, a run of songs. Yeah, and then they keep it chill with a down a new day encore, ready to get out of there. I guess. Yeah, we're not and we're not then, doing another uh, skipjack encore there. <laughs> yeah, they're like three days down a new day. We're done. Good night, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> But then, uh, and then they do their festival of melting lights, which ends up being a Friday and Saturday, uh, last Friday and Saturday, the 16th and 17th. Colin was able to make both shows. Uh, I was only you know, able to make the last show. 
you know, I was saying this over the weekend, you know, there's been, you know, some of the gaps, like they didn't play November, they had a week off. And, you know, sometimes when a band takes a little bit of time, they're like rusty, a little clunky. I mean, I'll even say the first couple of shows of a fish tour can often sometimes not come together so well, but you, these guys came out so polished in Harrisburg. I mean, I feel like, you know, they're so ready to go. Taking a week off just lets them get rested up and, uh, and they really come out strong. You know, you could tell they were rehearsing. They really wanted to get this right. And, of the two nights, I was just really stoked uh, to make the trip up for these. Uh, I thought the set lists were super solid. Uh, the, I actually like the XL Live, too. I thought the venue was really cool. Um, I like the space a lot, how it kind of opened up on one side, had room for merch, plenty of space to get drinks. I thought, uh, yeah, overall, I, I'll give uh, an A-plus to the venue. Uh, I was super stoked. But I love the, the In the Bubble opener. I, uh, I thought it was a good way to just kind of start off the weekend. And then throw a jam into the good, the bad, the ugly, which I kind of came out of nowhere, but it was super good. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Uh, hilarious. Uh, which, you know, we're like, we were expecting more holiday music, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that's exactly right. Like, quick, when I hear the good, the bad, the ugly, I used to be a college football coach and we used to have a, a, a clip thing that we used to do every single day from yesterday's practice that was the good the bad the ugly so this thing almost made me have like flashbacks, flashbacks. <laughs> yeah I was like, oh my god what the fuck because we used to play that music as well and stuff but yeah i was watching this from home lee was uh live casting it on through the flock so that was fun and then they from that they go into fox and the toad uh which is a good song. I enjoy it. It's fun. I always, when I hear that, I'm always almost thinking like it's like Fortress or Julia or something. I, I, for, I, I get uh, Fortress a lot at first. I'll, I'll hear the opening notes and I'll have the second guess, you know, don't, don't maze my Bowie, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but for me, then it goes into bad for you, which, you know, if, if I'm going to get any first set started off for the weekend, if I can get a bad for you in there, it's Colin's having a good time. You know, I can speak for myself. Uh, but from there into a great undivided, uh, another song that the more I hear, the more it really uh, it comes up. And then really what I thought was the marquee part of the night was the Melting Lights Condenser Peanuts theme. Uh, that was so cool. Uh, you know, everyone's dancing like Charlie Brown. It was, it was awesome. I, I did not see that coming. That was super, super, super excellent set one, night one uh, jam, 100%. Yeah, highlight. <laughs> highlight of the night is that melting lights condenser condenser is really solid really psychedelic really uh yeah yeah you just, just gotta listen all. to that yeah definitely it's just listen like, to that. you just i don't know I'm, I'm doing the motion like you can see what i'm doing here but it's like jeremy just kind of leans into it a little bit kind of dips the shoulder just it's kind of just a dirtier sound he's making but i love it dude condenser is uh off the hook and then to close it with Indiglo, which is, you know, it's funny, I always laugh at Indiglo now because I was, for like 40 shows or something, I was chasing it like, it'll never fucking play this song. I'm never going to hear it. And then, you know, as soon as they get it on the album, now I've heard it like five or six times. <laughs> so if I want it, I got it, right? Right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how it is now. Yep. Indiglo. Yep. Yep. But I love it, dude. It's, it's good. There was a, a sit in with uh, is that Jeremy from the Dogs in a Pile. Yes. So a nice key sit in. I thought I uh, did a great job as well. So it's cool to see them bring somebody out. 
Uh, second set really kicked off, I thought, in high, in high gear with an overrun into Funky. Not into, but overrun Funky. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, and then from there, that kind of almost to slow it down, but not like the Havana, which I've been chasing that now for a hot minute. I thought we'd get it in Miami, but it's not something they played as much anymore. I mean, have you been seeing it as frequently? Uh, no, not as much, but I, I love listening to it. I always, one of my favorite Havanas was in Covington, uh, a while ago, but I mean, I, I always think of your story of Jeremy telling you that it's one of his favorite songs. So, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. When I talk to him again, ask him if it's, if it's still there, but, uh, you, you see, he loves playing it. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a beautiful guitar riff that he's, he's putting out there. But, uh, from there, it's interesting. I, I always feel like I don't want to hear sound check, but then all of a sudden if I was like, I got to the show early to meet somebody to say, Hey, and then I was going to go and I heard him playing. So I run up and they're playing mission and kill possible. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, I'm not going to play that tonight. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. Cause I didn't want to like get it out. But then when I heard it, I was like, Oh damn it. I heard it earlier. I got stop listening to the sound check. <laughs> Cause I was waiting for it all night subconsciously. Uh, so it's great jam, but uh, I feel my curiosity got the best of me there. But uh, yeah, from there to uh, Fade Fast into Avalanche was a sick first, second set closer. And then a nice feeling fine encore. They're still jamming that out super tight. Uh, overall, I give night one a fucking 10. <laughs> a fucking 10, not a, just 10 a 10. 10 out of 10, man. Uh, it was great to see everybody in the flock. It's been, I felt like a minute since I've seen, you know, a lot of people in the Northeast. So uh yeah, it was good to see everybody. Uh, a lot of hugs all around. And uh, yeah, I thought for a night one, you know, really couldn't have gone any better. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then night I, two is when Mr. Jake jumps in. Yeah, I didn't get to town until about 4.30. Uh, the reason why we didn't record any of this past shows is just because Colin and I have been just so busy uh, I was on overtime last week, having a uh, two-month-old at home with me, Con, you know, is traveling and working so much, and we just didn't, our schedules just didn't mesh, so I didn't get to town until about 4.30, and we were going, and we were running the, our uh, scavenger hunt, so do a little bit of the scavenger hunt before the show, which actually ended up being a little bit of a success. We did two packs uh, hidden, and both were recovered. I'm not sure if anyone was in the flock recovered the second one, but someone did get that. We left it out in front of the venue, and we're actually planning on doing that again for New Year's as of right now because we have a few leftover things. But, yeah, uh, you know, showed up a little bit late into town, wasn't able to see everyone got to the show was able to see lit's open uh i really like lit's they're they're a pretty fun band uh austin lit's is pretty talented uh, he was able to sit in with pigeons but they came out with a lightning moonwalk opener which, which was, is just a, like a, a fire sandwich like <laughs> it was such a surprise i don't think yeah. i've ever seen a lightning opener I almost didn't uh, believe the, when I started catching Moonwalk, I'm like, no, we're not doing that now. No way. 
yeah, so right off the bat, I was super entertained just watching a lightning moonwalk. And then they do a paper boy. Paper boy is always fun. Elefante. And then they go into the White Lotus theme song, which they just released a video of, which is an HBO series, I believe. Which had me confused as shit because I don't watch the show. So I'm looking around like, this is a new song. What is this? <laughs> yeah, I, have n- I, I had no. I feel embarrassed. I don't know what this is. <laughs> no one, No one knew what it was pretty much unless like you watch that show of course i know like josh sherman and jordan schwartz knew what it was just so my question is who in the band is the white lotus who's the biggest white lotus fan who do you think for sure you who greg oh i was gonna say ben i can see greg i can see greg greg watches it okay it it was greg for sure got it gator does too a little bit but then uh what I was thinking it was, since it's, it's like holidays, right? I thought it was like some Trans-Siberian orchestra that they were about to go into or something like that. But right, was, right. But I had no idea. And uh, I heard, uh, well, leading up to that point, I had been on Ben's side, Zen side. But as soon as I heard Up Funk, I had to roll over to Jeremy's side because from Ben's side, you can't see like Gator gator space or anything like that so you kind of can't see them so yeah back if you're standing in the center of the soundboard you see everything you you don't miss anything i don't know why more people actually you know what i don't want more people back in that area you know what i take that back it's the worst seat in the house (laughs) well i like i like kind of being in the middle so that i can like see like pretty much everything yeah each their own when it comes to spot right yeah, I know. There was just that poll in the flock about which side's better and everyone. Yeah, but no, no one was like, Greg's, is Greg's side a side? Or you got Ben's side, Jeremy's side, but then what would you what would you call it? To say middle? Call Greg? Because I was like, I like to go middle. You get the best of all. Best of all. Anyway. We yeah. can all fight about it in the flock. <laughs> yeah. Which side right. is better? Fight me. <laughs> but from that uh, up punk, they could do that uh, philosophy new song and uh redmond was saying it was phil and sophie phil and sophie yeah (laughs) but we'll see but then they that had the uh that had austin blitz uh sit in as well on that one right yeah 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 that's uh and i feel like he was holding back a little bit like he could have you know, stretched his legs out a little bit and they were looking at him to do that. I, I think he wanted to save the the stretching out for when he came back in in the second set because, yeah, that, that that's when uh, he, he – well, we'll get to the set. Let's go. <laughs> and then they wrap up that uh, first set with the Space Jam. Classic. I love that uh, as a set closer. Uh but then, yeah, second set, Fallen Place, Kiwi, and uh, uh, Couldn't We All into yeah. Bye Bye Bye, Blinding Light. And it was five days earlier in the vlog. Uh, I hope my favorite boy band plays Bye 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 this weekend. And for some reason, did it. And I was standing next to Redman when it happened, and he didn't want it to, he did not want to believe it. He didn't want to admit it. He wanted to admit it. You wrote it in the flock and it happened. See? No, like, not even that. He, happened. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I, I heard it 
coming though. Like he is like we we were couldn't we all I was like they're gonna play bye 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 and he's like no they're not. I was like yes they are. They're in in as soon as the baseline changes just a little bit and Ben goes in, but I knew it. It's just like oh yeah. dude. And I don't know why I love that. It's song. a guilty it's pleasure, just, man. It's a guilty yeah. pleasure. And if you don't think so, you're a liar. And <laughs> I'm calling you. Yeah, out. <laughs> I, I just remember as a kid, like trying to do the dance and stuff like that. It ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye. So you, know, like, you weren't trying to. You knew how to do the dance. Let's let's get oh, real yeah. for a second. You still do. <laughs> I still know how to do. It. It's like the step and slide step. I and saw slide. you breaking it out. You need Dude, some yeah. room. You're a big guy. You got to stretch out. Oh yeah, but. But then they did the weekend uh, blinding lights, which is great. It's just a high energy uh, sequence of music right there. It's a good, like, one, two, three punch. I mean, when I first heard him play that sequence at Party in the Pods, I think it was, uh, I'd never heard him do Bye 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 before. I didn't even know they did that. And I was just like, (laughs) the same thing, right? We're just like, you know, laughing. And then I think the blinding lights as well. It's, It's kind of a shorter segment they do, but I think kills it and i can't help it to go Ooh. <laughs> everyone's doing it yeah I, I i play it all the time the one from saint petersburg and buffalo i was at both of those shows and i play it like all the time it gets me jazzed up my friend like good if i'm going into work or something i play that shit yeah if you listen but, to that and uh, you're not in a good mood afterwards that's on you <laughs> and then yeah they t- they slow it down after that with uh steal the shade kind of like a down a new day type vibe with that you know what's interesting like. too is when i heard him break into it at first my initial instinct was like uh right but then by the time <laughs> they got done with like, no, i'll call myself out when i'm wrong i'm wrong right like but by the end of it i was like raging it like i was like yeah take it back it's a killer it's um, catchy yeah it's a great song i i can't help but just get caught up in it um yeah, I, it just, yeah, I, I couldn't help but to not uh, help steal the shade. Um, but next song, they brought Mr. Litz back out on the saxophone for World, which with the horns is the only way. It's like, it's crazy. Uh, when they did it in night one in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Stroudsburg. Uh, you know, they brought, who, who sat in for that one? Uh, shit. Horns. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, uh, yeah, World of Horns is is just just off the chain. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely a different vibe than just World with no horn. Yeah, I mean, it's just the the the, the room spinning energy is about as high as you can get at a pigeon show. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all here for it. And you know, from there, just going into a big high as five to close the first set. Uh, second set was, uh, yeah, I thought I thought fitting. Is a, maybe a good way to put it. Yeah, dude. This whole this whole uh, show was a fucking ten. It's a fucking ten, man. I'll give it a fucking ten. <laughs> yeah, and they come out with Porcupine uh, Encore, which is great. Uh, haven't had a Porcupine Encore in a while, and then they do the Hava Nigeria because it's the first day of Hanukkah. Uh, on Sunday, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then Ben Ben was singing, and then a guy comes out with the chair. That was yeah. <laughs> Which of course, why not? Yeah, 
I was surprised not to see like you sitting on the chair, Jake, just like, hey. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not getting up there. I've been hurt too many times. That's for a busted shoulder or something. Yeah, football yeah, injury. Dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Football injury. It wasn't a, uh, <laughs> a pigeon's uh, chair incident. Yeah. No, it would have been great if like Frasco was there. Right. Oh, if Frasco was there, if he wasn't on the chair, something would be wrong. Right. But yeah, great show overall. Uh, couldn't have beat it. Uh, but yeah, now they're off until New Year's when they do their two-day Pittsburgh run with the magic beans. And there's there's no theme for that, right? That's no, not... I think no, I like the other poster just kind of made it seem like Magic Bean stayed Jay. Which look honestly, I have to people like kind of speaking about it for a New Year's show. Like I know they've done it the last couple of years and that's great. But for a Halloween show, yeah, it totally makes sense, right? But you know, I don't think it's necessary for a New Year's show. I do I love themes? Yes, don't get me wrong. I'll take a theme any day, but I mean look, I think those New Year's shows are gonna freaking rip anyway. So <laughs> you know, they're gonna throw covers in there and, and do something fun. I mean, wouldn't be the pigeons if they didn't. Yeah, they say new jams, so they're gonna have lots of sit-ins too. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Unfortunately, I had to make the decision to not go, which is uh, painful. Uh, sorry, I shed a tear real quick. But I hope everyone has a blast. Uh, I'll be trying to tune in either by are they are they streaming it? Did they say or at least someone? I think you know, at least have a homie there that will be uh, streaming. So I'll be watching it from down south. Yeah, no news of them streaming officially. But yeah, I'm still planning on, well, Tiffany, Tiffany and I are still planning on going, uh, but things are still up in the air. Uh, we're not sure yet, but... Oh, and you know, it's cool as I look at the, the, the announcement here and they got, you know, the photo credit from Kendall. And uh, I was actually at the, the North Beach Band Shell in Miami at the uh, Northeast Music Festival and actually ran into him the other weekend. It was really cool. He was like running production cameras. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, it's always cool to catch a uh, flocker out in the wild uh, somewhere you don't respect it. So what up, Kendall? Well, not that Kendall will not be at New Year's. He's actually going to be in Denver at the STS9 run. Uh, oh, wow. So. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or he's not going to be at New Year's. Yeah. Well, get him on the next one. But other than that, Pigeons also announced their spring tour 2023. So let's just run through that real quick and then we'll wrap it up. So they are starting their tour in Washington, D.C. Uh, 9.30 club. Let's go. I'll be club. there with freaking bells on. Heck yeah. February 3rd. And, and then they head west in March uh, starting in at the belly up going uh, March 15th and then 16th at Frisco, Colorado, which is a nice little town. I really like Frisco. I've spent some time there. And then they have a two-night run in Boulder, Colorado. And I'm Boulder. making – so I was looking at the uh, their three-day run, and I was like, do a two- or three-day run in Colorado or New York. I'm on the fence. Uh, I've been in New York. I've been to Brook – it's Brooklyn Bowl, right, in New York? I see that right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, do I try to go out and check some of these Colorado shows? I've never seen pigeons in Colorado. Someone twist my arm. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing in Colorado, mid-March weather is still going to be uh, kind of shaky in Aspen and 
Frisco are still up in the mountains. Yeah, but one could argue so, Brooklyn's not exactly tropical this time of year. <laughs> but that's going to be closer to April, mid-April. So you have a chance of, you know, having a little bit better weather. I would, I personally would do the Colorado runs because I love Colorado. My son is named Boulder. So I would love to go to Boulder and see them in the Boulder Theater for two nights run. I did that in like 2017 when Frasco opened both nights with them at nice. the Boulder Theater. So that is going to be great. 10th Mountain Division opens for them one night. And then the Jaunty, the second night in that 10th Mountain Division is actually a really, uh, really good, uh, like, space grass band, I guess you could call them. Oh, cool. But, yeah, they're, I've seen them at Woodlands here in Columbus before. At a free show in the middle of the daytime, I was going to visit Tiffany there. And I was just like, who the fuck is this band playing right now for a free show? And it was this band from Colorado that was just stopping through Columbus. But they kept their, uh, they finished up their March run through the Midwest. A little I Midwest guess. love. Yep. So they're in Des Moines, Iowa, St. Louis, Missouri, and then Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the 21st, 23rd, and 24th of March and then they... and then Grand Rapids in uh, Indianapolis. And that whole run they have Yam Yam with them too, which is uh, cool. That's uh, you know another cool band I've been enjoying lately is Yam Yam. So it's all going to be on the road with them for that long. Yeah, Yam Yam is a definitely a good pairing, a great pairing band with Pigeons, uh, high funk band, high energy funk band. So definitely a great pair. And uh, Grand Rapids is a Saturday, and Indianapolis is a Sunday. So going to try to get to those shows if possible. And then they wrap up the end Back of up March. North with some Buffalo. Buffalo at the town, town theater, town hall theater. I think that's what it is. I guess, but uh, the thirtieth, the town ballroom. 31st. I think town ballroom. Town ballroom. There you go. My bad. Yep. Sorry for messing it up. I've been there so many times. But they have Melt opening up for them both nights for that. And then in April, on April Fool's Day in Portland, Maine, and the second in Portland, Maine. And then they wrap up their spring tour in Brooklyn for three nights, April 13th, 14th, and 15th. I think that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's a solid spring run, though. I, I was thinking that there'd be room for more dates, but uh, I don't think there really is. They're, they're, they're really kind of playing through most weekends, starting in February. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a solid one. They don't. I don't think that they necessarily have, need to add more dates. Uh, all the venues are definitely sell-outable. Yeah, so, I mean, a solid, uh, yeah, solid. You know, Cone, Colorado, back up to the Northeast, finish it in Brooklyn. Yeah. Fine, I'll do Colorado and Brooklyn then, Jake. If you're going to be a jerk about it and twist my arm, I'll do Boulder. At least go to Boulder for two (laughs) nights. Right. You you could fly into Denver, get to Boulder in 45 minutes. I've done it plenty of times. I used to work uh, for a company in Boulder. Boulder's awesome. I mean, if if you haven't – you've been to Boulder, I'm guessing, right? You said yeah? Yeah, my son's name is Boulder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just a coincidence? Damn, all right. No, I love Boulder. I've spent – Boulder's awesome. One of my first solo trips by myself to college 
I was to Boulder where I just like spent, it like changed my life. And so I proposed to Tiffany on a mountaintop in Boulder. Like Boulder has a lot of to me. So like if we could, we would go to Boulder, but Boulder's just too young to be flying on planes and going to pigeon shows, obviously. Uh, Boulder wants to raise the rail, man. Him, Lee, oh. get Tony up there, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. But hey, that's pretty much all we got to talk about. Hey, uh, Colin's not going to New Year's, so we might be going to New Year's. If we see it, just say, hey, other than that, Colin, you got anything else to add? No, man. Uh, great to catch up. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. And uh, yeah, clock on, everybody. All right. Yeah. Love you, brother. See you love soon. You too. Bye.